Disclaimer, Joss, Jules, and Nevermore are not professional therapists. They will be sharing their personal experiences and advice, but this is in no way a substitute for professional help. There is also a good chance of swearing, tears, and triggering conversations, so listener discretion is advised. And welcome to Slaying Demons, a podcast about facing your fears in life and being the best version of yourself. I am your host, Jocelyn. Joining me, as always, are my wonderful ladies, Jules and Nevermore. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hi, Jocelyn. <laughs> Hi, Jules. Hi, Feels Nevermore. like it's been forever <laughs> since we've done this because uh, we had some breaks for some holidays, for some nerdtacular stuff, and then we played some heroes last week. So I feel like it, it's just been forever since we've sat down and had a chat. Yes, it has been because there's been like all this stuff that's gone on. I know it's like life is happening or something where we have to like imagine that. Yeah, so see that (laughs) for for us, it's just been it's been getting crazier and crazier because we've got uh we take possession of our house in a couple of weeks. So Yay. yay! But at the same time, I'm like panic up to my eyeballs it's like one little thing could send me over the edge and today (laughs) matt had Uh a meeting with the mortgage person and even though at our last meeting i expressly asked her like five times and laid it out like okay this is where our money is we've already paid like five thousand dollars for a deposit so you know that counts towards our down payment right Right? And she was like, yes, 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 yes. And then today she's like, no, that doesn't count. I was like, so luckily I was not in the room with her because I probably would have just ended her right there. (laughs) So Matt had gone by himself. He just stopped in on the way home from work. And I was like... He told me when he got home, I'm like, it's so good that I was home. And because uh, I literally went like instant, like, like yes. <laughs> yeah, and he's Glad like, it's OK. There. But he's like, yeah, no, there's no way you could have been in that room. That <laughs> We would have had so many problems. I hate when people are just like, yes, uh-huh, uh-huh. And you're like, no, like, are you hearing yes. the question that I'm asking you? Will you remember this? Like, I hate the yes people. Like, that pisses me off so much. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Well, and the, in what planet does your down payment not count towards your final payment yeah or towards the final mortgage yeah so that's the thing so we put a deposit down and we put a very big deposit because we wanted we were we were going in under asking so we wanted to show them that we were serious about our offer even though we were kind of lowballing them a little bit and so like if we had known that that wouldn't count towards our um like the the amount of money, the chunk of money that we were going to have to show our mortgage broker in order to get our final approvals, we never would have put that big of a number down. So, I mean, yeah. it's not a huge, huge deal. We're going to be able to, like, it's going to work out. It's not, like, make or break. It, it would be, but we, like, we have the money, so it's not, like... But it's just one of those, like, stupid, ridiculous, frustrating things. It's like we were... Yeah. We were above and beyond where we needed to be, and now we're going to be, like, super squeaky by sort of thing. And I'm just like, I don't need one more stupid freaking headache about this house. Like, I just, I can't. I'm I'm so, like, oh, just, there's so much going on, and I'm trying not to panic. And there's so many things to remember to do that I've never done before, and there's lawyers and realtors and oh did i tell you the house also flooded so there's that too no <laughs> no you didn't yeah that's important we like to know these things <laughs> 
Yeah, we found that out when we got back from vacation. That was, uh, oh, or wait, no. no, it was, we'd been back for maybe a week already. Anyways, it was just a couple of days ago. And basically what happened is there was a whole lot of rain and the city had come and graded the driveway that goes up behind our house and they did it wrong. And then, so it rained a lot and then like washed out and then like all the water went into basically the window wells in our basement and right into the basement. Oh no. <laughs> so it was just like, oh my God, I just, I can't like... And this is a, a perfect lead-in to what we're going to be talking about today, because I am at the point where, guys, I can't even. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, that's what we're going to be talking about this week, is basically how to create mental space for everything that you either have to do or want to do or need to think about. So just all of that mental space, like how do you fit in the things and when do you just have to stop thinking about stuff? So Jules, I'm going to throw that over to you because this is your topic. <laughs> Surprisingly, yeah. it's not even my topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I think it applies very well to all three of us and anybody who's listening to this show, mainly because we're busy people. We have a lot of things going on in our lives and those things change a lot. You know, as your priorities shift, as things come up in your life, unexpected things come up things that you didn't plan for, things that you want to plan for. And then all of a sudden you find like, there's like this, there's this limit. And what I find, especially for people who are, um, who are doing a lot of things in their lives, it's like, we keep on piling on, you pile <laughs> on more, you know, Jocelyn, yep. you pile on more stuff and you keep on piling it on. And it gets to the point where you're just like, I can't, do this any I can't add one more thing to that pile and then you feel like extraordinarily guilty for number one letting it get to that point and number two feeling like you are too weak to handle it all that's very true because I know like right now we're kind of tr looking at and revamping multiple patreons and there are like uh, specifically for Angry Chicken, we're looking at um, making some changes around what our um, milestone rewards are. And we've got some yeah. really cool ideas, but they basically all revolve around us not adding extra streams to what we've already promised because we've already got our four episodes a month. And then we've got our hangout on top of that. And then we've got a triple headed chicken on top of that. And then we've got a cluck the mud on top of that. So we're looking at almost eight recordings every month already. Right. And it's like we're looking at changing things because we're just like we can't find the room in our schedules to um, to actually do these streams. And it feels like giving up almost. It feels yeah. like, you know, oh, I'm you know, we're, we are going to be adding value to like the existing thing that we're doing, like the show. But it's like it feels like we should be doing more or we shouldn't be taking away extra streams. But we're just like. <laughs> We, can, we can't do this. Like, we just don't have the time. And the guilt factor is real. And in some cases, it's not even reward levels that we've hit yet. We're doing the same thing over on Gamers In. And we're just like, we haven't even hit these rewards yet. And I feel bad for taking them away from people. But they don't even have it yet. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's the thing is, like, you you have this feeling like you, you know, you you said or committed to doing it. You said you were going to take it out. And then not being it just, you know, the, the strength that it takes to just say, I can't do this all the level I wanted to be able to do it at because everything's going to suffer. I mean, when you think about it from the perspective of like, you know, let's use the angry chicken for a really good example. It's like you do those, those four shows uh, a month and there's a lot of preparation that has to go into those shows, lots of time spent in the game. Especially right now where we're in the middle of an expansion release. So it's like yeah. this week we reviewed like 44 cards in one episode. Like Right. So you're doing <laughs> extensive research, extensive reading, extensive um, digging up and noting and being knowledgeable on everything that you need to know. Plus you're playing the game, you're preparing, you're reading the articles, you're looking for other things that are being said. You're probably reading Reddit and forums and all of that kind of stuff. <laughs> and so when it comes down to it and you think start, start adding content, for instance, then you're like, okay, I'm now running the risk of being able to, of, of doing all this and still doing a really good job on the show that I promised to do in the first place. Mm -hmm. And so take that out of the podcasting world for a second and put that into your everyday life. When you have like this routine of uh, a partner, 
a husband, a wife, a, a boyfriend, a girlfriend. You have um, a job. If you have children, if you have family members that live close by, if you have all these things that are all part of that life and then you've got more stuff that you either want to change or add or subtract and you're just like, how do I, how do I find the room mentally? Mm -hmm. um, this, this topic came to mind to me because I have been struggling with this very issue. Um, I am making major changes in my lifestyle right now. I'm, I'm working with two personal trainers on nutrition and exercise. And it is like a complete and utter mental overhaul. It is not just like, hey, go to the gym more often, right? It's just <laughs> like <laughs> I'm doing lessons every day. Um, I am going to the gym six days a week right now. That's crazy um, and awesome and it, at the same time. <laughs> right. But it, it, it like, so like right now, like today, one of my lessons is to, to teach and train myself to eat more slowly, which sounds very easy to say. And it is the fucking most annoying thing in the world for someone who is really busy. Yeah. yeah. It, that's something because, that I actually had to learn too with all my stomach issues is because yep. I was, I was overeating cause I was eating so quickly. And then, yep. so I would, you know, have these meals that I thought were like normal size portions that would fill me up. And I would just like eat the whole thing really fast and, and being busy is definitely part of it too, Jules. Yeah. Um, and then I'm just like, oh my God, now I'm like over full or, yep. you know, like I'm having my gallbladder pains and all this kind of stuff. And I found like, eating slower I only eat probably half of what I had been eating just yeah. because I'm like oh I'm actually full now and I can stop as opposed to just like must eat as fast as possible need to do a show <laughs> it's hard though like tonight I you know I had I had a um I finished work I had to make dinner and then I had to eat it and I had two people who I had to talk to tonight on the phone one of them being my parents and it was just like and I was trying to fit and then you know fit the show in here too I was trying to fit all that in there and normally I would just be like you know shovel it in <laughs> basically <laughs> to kind of fit into everything else in my busy life mm -hmm. and so with all of that mental kind of like there's a lot of mental space that's being taken up by doing these changes. And people have asked me, why haven't you been streaming lately? And I just have to say, I have no energy and gas in the tank for it. Mm -hmm. I, I, I really enjoy it, but it's hard. It's hard to stream for four hours at a time and entertain people and keep a conversation going and make sure your camera's in the right spot and make sure that, you know, you're doing something that makes them entertained and, you know, and, and all of a sudden, and I, I had to just say, I don't have the mental space for it and I'm letting people down and I know it, but it was something that I had to say for now. It's not forever. Um, but like, I kind of feel emotionally spent right now, mm -hmm. you know, and just like you going through the house stuff, you know, I was doing the same thing. It's like you have, and you're, these situations can be temporary. They can be like full on personal changes, but whatever happens, it feels like we spend so much time beating ourselves up about not being the perfect, whatever fill in the blank that is. Right. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is what Nevermore kind of goes through whenever she does any con prep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> And I feel like this last, I mean, I'm bad about holding myself accountable anyway. And I procrastinate. That's like a hundred percent obvious with everything. Um, but just with my job and like, by the time I come home, I'm fucking tired. Like yeah. I, you know, like I just want to veg and do nothing. Like, and for the longest time, like, I don't want to do wow. Like I don't want to do gaming. It's like, I throw on a show I've seen before and I like check out, you know, <laughs> like I talk on social media and that's kind of it. But like, that's part of why I started streaming was because of the accountability stuff. But even like Jules, like I just haven't had time. And number two, like I have to like change my whole desk setup to do it. It's really annoying. And I'm going to hopefully try to put like my other little desk right here. So it's like ready to go. Like, and I have more space, but um, it's just, you, you have to let go of certain things at certain times, but at the opposite side of that, I'm also trying to, 
start building back on promoting my Etsy stuff, like actually sharing something I've made and like being on top of it more, which is harder for me. Um, but yeah, with a show, I have a show in like three days <laughs> that I haven't really made a whole bunch of stuff for, um, except for like earrings, more earrings and stuff like that. But, and I have to also not give in to the lazy side of me. Like I'm trying to, again, hold myself accountable and like set up that structure of, okay, you need to set aside this much time and you need to try to get this much stuff done. You know, if you're not going to do perlers tonight, you need to go do earrings or steampunk stuff. Like I'm trying to like train my brain to be like, okay, if you're not in the mood for this, or if this takes too much setup time, what can you do for a little while to, to still be productive? So I've been working on that stuff. Well, and you talked about the lazy side of you, and I don't even know if it's the lazy side of you. I think that's the trap that you kind of fall into is saying yes. like, oh, I'm lazy, I'm lazy, when really it's that you're just exhausted, you know, yeah. and whether, you know, everyone has a different kind of capacity to deal with this kind of stuff and you can be exhausted just from your day job and that doesn't make you any better or worse of a person than the person who can do a day job and then do streams for eight hours after that. You know, it's just everyone has their own kind of threshold for what they can and can't do in a day. And it doesn't make you lazy. I know you're not lazy. Well, I I am too, in a sense, but I I appreciate what you're saying. I just, I acknowledge the fact that like, there are days where I just, I don't want to do anything, but I've been better, especially like for cons and things like that. Um, I almost always don't sleep the night before. Like I've been trying to, to give myself a little bit of leniency with things like that. Of, you know, if you're tired, like sleep, you know, if you don't make the stuff to restock it for the next day. Oh, well, you know, like I I think it was not this year, last year, my coworker, um, she helped me at that con and, you know, we sold stuff and she'd be excited. She's like, did you make this stuff to like restock it? And I'm like, nope, (laughs) I fell asleep on the couch (laughs) when I got home and I woke up and got ready for today. And that was pretty much my answer all three or four days last year. Um, But it's just, I've. I've been better about like, if I need sleep, like I need sleep. Like I, I know that I'm not giving my body enough during those days. So I've been trying to be better about it. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's a lot of times it's about reframing the way you treat yourself, you know, the mental battle that you have. Cause like thinking about it from the context of going into a con, like you commit to going to do a con, you have no standard except for the one that you set for yourself. That's true. You know, you have no standard of what you will sell or how you will sell it. You could show up with a tablecloth and five items. True. And so it, but you set this own standard on yourself and I'm not berating you for that. Like we all <laughs> do this, well, right? No, but, and you know what? Like I've never, I've never really thought about it like that, but I guess I'm harder on myself because like last night when I went to go stream, I couldn't find what I was looking for because all my stuff's still in the boxes from Nerdtacular. Like it's just all still in there. So I'm like, well, that's not done and this isn't done. And I'm just like, I feel like on top of the to-do list I have that because I haven't prepped more, like I feel so behind, but you're right. Like I could show up and who's going to know any difference if I only have, you know, 15 or 20 things. It's like when we talked about the whole weight thing at like BlizzCon, like no one else knows like <laughs> yes. if, you, if you've lost 20 or gained 20, but like you're stressing about it, you know? So I guess that does make sense. Like, why do I go in like thinking that like, oh my God, they're going to think I'm not prepared when they don't really know. Good point, Jules. (laughs) Yeah, it's just because, and and the reason that we do it is because we set these standards for ourselves of success. You know, and if you go all the way back to the first con that you've ever sold at, the amount of product that you had, I'm betting, was probably much percentage less than what you would have now. Yes. Because you've expanded your product line and everything like that. But you also have the same sense of like, if you've got people who are kind of your repeat customers who kind of come to expect certain things from you, mm-hmm. then the expectations are not just yours, you know? <laughs> True. <laughs> so it's a matter of thinking about it from a perspective of what can I handle and what can I do? Like, I I had those moments when we were selling at Nerdtacular. I was looking at what people were kind of expecting and then I try to just fill it from there, you know, 
And rather than saying what what I think that I should be doing, it's like, well, what do they want me to do? Because I'm here for them. And that kind of helped a little bit. They want you to build a necklace for a little plush toy. (laughs) (laughs) Which I did. (laughs) Who knew that that's what someone needed you to do, Jules? (laughs) (laughs) I wound up making a a chain necklace for a stuffed bird. (laughs) That's amazing. Somebody had a Mendoza duck that they had handmade. And she's like, can you make it a gold chain necklace with some of your (laughs) your links? I've forgotten all about that. I don't think you ever told me you did that. That's amazing. <laughs> she was gonna like, she was gonna pay me for like, you know, maybe like fifteen rings, these tiny rings. I'm like, no, <laughs> don't worry about it. Um, but I think that you know, when you're when you're coming up with the feeling, like that feeling of I'm lazy, I'm incompetent, I'm a loser, a loser, or a a well, failure. <laughs> no, but you know, but I think in your lifetime, all of us have said those things to ourselves at one point. True statement. <laughs> right? You failed, you're a loser, you're incompetent, you don't know what you're doing, and um people are gonna think X, Y, or Z negative fill in the blank. And um I feel like as I've gotten older, I've really just gotten more comfortable with saying to myself, if if this is not you feel like you can handle right now then don't you know do what you can and do the best you can but don't feel like you have to do 100 percent of everything all the time because you're always well, never you're always going to be in a position where you're never going to make it and in in response to that like as far as like because we're talking about like me prepping stuff for con and like you know we're making things yeah. and stuff on an emotional level that's how i felt going into con when joss and i were having like our mixed communications is like we were not not knowing where she was coming from like I was stressed out and then all that happened and I was like I can't like I just can't right now like I just I was so like I didn't have the words and it wasn't that I wanted to like neglect Joss or not reply to her or whatever but I was like I was at my limit like I was like hitting that ceiling of like my emotions and my heart like cannot take this on top of prepping for a con that like I felt underprepared for. Like I was just like, I checked out. Like I was like, all right, I just have to focus enough to like say hello to people for the next four days. We're good. (laughs) Yeah. And Joss, I think you posted something on Twitter um, after you got back from vacation. Oh, that was something similar saying, I, you know, I feel like I've, I've let people down and I can do better. Well, and because that is that is literally how I felt because, I mean, we had so much stuff going on with the house and then we had um, like Nurtacular and then I was going away on vacation and I literally, I can't, I think it was like most of the way through my vacation, it was like I woke up in the middle of the night and I was like, fuck me. I didn't post two episodes of Slaying Demons. Like I could have sworn, like if you had asked me when I was getting ready to go on vacation, I was, oh yeah, yeah, totally. I did that. I did that. I did that. I did not do that. (laughs) And I feel like it was just, and it like, that wasn't the only thing. Like I was a couple episodes behind posting the videos for Gamers In and it was like, I had so much on my plate that I didn't even realize how many things I wasn't doing because I was doing so many things that I was just like, oh, yeah, of course. OK, yes, everything's done. All right. Yes, I can go to Nertacular now. Like, I'm done. And it's like, no, I was not done. <laughs> and so and and so then as a result of that, I felt horrible when I realized that and I got back and I was just kind of like shit like I needed that break I really and truly did because I had been going for a very very long time just like running on fumes almost and I got to spend a week with my parents spend a week with Matt do some stuff like we we stained the first floor of the cottage so I was just like kind of painting for a week and uh like it just it was really nice because I had very very limited cell signal so I could basically like read Twitter, but then like not load any videos or images or anything. I was just like reading headlines of stuff. And like, I just, I was able to basically just unplug because of that. It was mm-hmm. like forced unplugging. <laughs> like my mom and I played Mario Kart one night cause we took the switch up with us. And that was like all, that was all that we did that week. So it was just really nice to unplug. And then I kind of had a chance to sit back and say, all right, well, 
why did I get to the point where all of this stuff kind of fell through the cracks? And, you know, can I be better? Should I be better? Like, or is, was that, was that my limit? Was, uh, had I done everything I could possibly do? And I was like, well, no, like I, I can do this stuff. I just need to be a little bit better about it in terms of like, budgeting my time and and figuring out and not committing or not over committing because I think yeah. that's what I had been doing is I had been saying like okay I'll do this and then this and then I'll help this person with this and then I'll do this thing for the raid team and I'll blah 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 blah, blah to the point that I had forgotten about things that I usually do I just like assumed that they got done at some point because you know I usually post slaying demons on Thursdays so of course that got done because it's Friday <laughs> Yeah, and so you look at it and you say, you know, I I know I could do better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my, the way that I see it, the way that I think is the healthiest to handle that is to say it out loud and to admit to it and to say, this is my limit. I realize I hit my limit and it's not weak. It's not um, a failure. It's just saying I... I didn't do what I was supposed to be doing and I feel bad about that. Or I, you know, I said I was going to stream and I didn't, you know, and I'm sorry. Well, that's, I felt guilty because I posted, I was like, I'm going to stream or whatever. And then I ended up just being tired and busy. And then like a day or two later, Jules was like, you know, if you need, if you need somebody to do it, like, just tell me. And I was like, it's because I said I was going to do it on a public <laughs> forum. And now everyone knows that I was going to, and I didn't. I just, like, I didn't acknowledge it at all. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> it's true, though. But, you know, but you, but if you can, if you can say it out loud to yourself and just say, you know what? I'm at my limit. It, 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 I know that it's the hard thing to do because it's like, you know, it's the admission of feeling weak. It's the admission of being fallible, which is so hard. Like, I have problem with that, too, because I'm just like, <laughs> I can handle everything. And no, I can't. Well, <laughs> I know I can't. Too, because um, we were all talking about streaming together. And Jules was like, you know, I'm kind of, you know, I'm not up to it or whatever, but I'll hang out with you guys if you do it. And then when we were going to do it, Joss is like, I'm, you know, She's packing. She's getting ready to move. Like, she's got yeah. a lot going on. And I had gotten up and I was like, I'm going back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you guys were like, no, or we didn't plan anything, whatever. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> you don't have to tell me twice. Yeah. And that's, I think that's the trap that I fall into more than anything else is I think I, maybe I'm just an eternal optimist or something, but I think like, all right, I need to pack 15 boxes worth of stuff. I can do that in two hours. I can, you cannot do that in two hours, guys. <laughs> you just can't. So, but I just think like when I'm trying to figure out, huh? It seems easy till you actually start it. And then you're like, why do I have so much stuff? <laughs> exactly. And so I, and the problem was, is I have all these boxes from, uh, Halifax that never got unpacked because it's like stuff for the office or it's stuff for, you know, like a living room or a kitchen or kind of like spaces that we don't really have right now in our current living situation. So it just never got I unpacked. I know how that feels. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not necessarily stuff I want to get rid of, but still I wanted to go through all those boxes and be like, okay, I haven't touched this stuff in two years. Is it things I actually need? And then, so I was, like, reading old birthday cards because I never throw those away. And I was, like, reading, like, letters and old bills and being like, do I need this? No, I don't need this. This is from 2011. Like, just ridiculous stuff, right? But then, so it ended up taking so much more time than I thought it was going to. And that's definitely the trap I fall into is I'm like, okay, I've got 10, 10 to 12 hours of the day where I can do things and still leave myself some time to chill and relax before I go to bed. So if I've got 12 hours to do things, I think I can do this in two hours, this in two hours. I can prep this show in this amount of hours. And then, you know, the recording and posting is going to take that much time. And I like split my day up to how long I think things are going to take. And I make all those commitments and say, I'm going to do that stuff. And without fail, <laughs> if I schedule like five things, I get two done <laughs> because I just like, and yet I don't learn. I don't learn at all because then I still say things like, oh, I can pack 15 boxes in two hours. 
No, I can't. <laughs> I yeah. just it's always underestimate like the amount of time. For that. Like the uh, reverse yeah. of disaster thinking is where we're like overly positive and confident that exactly. we can accomplish things. <laughs> I think I'm just ridiculously overly optimistic all of the time, specifically when it comes to estimating the amount of time it's going to take me to do a thing, even to do like my nails. Like I know that it's going to take me if I'm doing intricate art on my nails, it's going to take me three to four hours, probably just to do one hand. But I still think like, oh yeah, no, I can totally do this in like two hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. <laughs> and yeah, that's and something that like, I, I, that's a repeat thing. I do it all the time. I should know how long it takes. But every time I'm like, yeah, no, I can totally get that done super fast. <laughs> well, is it more about the, is it more about thinking of it? You don't want it to take that long, that you actually, you know how long it's actually going to take. That's you're very tra- possible. <laughs> yeah. Like it's something that you don't necessarily like if it's like a like packing like who likes packing right um so 15 boxes in two hours and you're like yeah i could totally do that and you're like because it'll get it done fast right yeah exactly (laughs) you want to get it over with you want to rip the band-aid of packing off (laughs) yeah right and so maybe it's the perspective of it versus you know and i don't even know if that really applies to the nails because well the nail stuff is like you know that there's the tedious part of having to reapply the gels and everything mm-hmm. like that, right? Well, and I think too, like, I mean, because it's not just that I underestimate the length that unpleasant tasks are going to take me. I under underestimate the length of everything. Everything. P- driving places, even though Google <laughs> tells me. What? <laughs> oh, nevermore. Continue, continue. <laughs> I was going to say, even driving places, like, if I Google how long it's going to take me to get to a place and it says an hour and 15 minutes, I'm like, I could do that in an hour. No, it's Google. It even factors in like you speeding. (laughs) Like I just, I don't know why my brain works the way it works. Jules is making so many faces at me right now. Audio listeners. She's like, Google is literally (laughs) telling you to the minute how long it's going to take. Why Jocelyn? (laughs) The answer is I don't know. Because you don't trust the system. (laughs) No, I'm just optimistic. I think things are going to happen faster than they do. So it means that I overcommit to a lot of stuff. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I am the exact opposite. I will overestimate. Like, I will think that things will take a lot longer than they will usually take. And because I come from, like, years and years and years of customer service and so it was like, you always, always, always under-promise and over-deliver. So it was like, I, I, I live that lifestyle. Like, if someone says to me, hey, I want you to make me something for commission, and I'm like, okay, I'm looking at, like, probably three weeks from now, and I'll probably give it to them in a week. But at least I've, like, got that done, you know? <laughs> so I think that's probably, that is definitely one of the smart ways to deal with this problem, right? For making right. all the space for everything is do things like overestimate how long it's going to take you so that you don't get overwhelmed. I know, uh, and this is going to sound so, I don't know, childish, weird. Anyways, when I was growing up, Whenever, because this has been a problem that I've had since I was a kid where I just like, I have so much going on. I don't have the mental space. I can't sleep. I'm constantly thinking about every single little thing. So my mom used to draw a little closet door on my forehead and then she'd open the closet and then she'd be like, all right, put everything in the closet. Tell me everything that you're worried about right now. Put it in the closet, shut the door, throw away the key for the night. We'll find the key in the morning when it's light out. And that actually worked. So cute. Also, that's Matt, adorable. Please draw a closet on Jocelyn's face and take a picture. <laughs> Matt, Matt, if you're listening, please. <laughs> no drawing on my face. I'll probably use a sharpie and I'll never get it off. <laughs> that's really cute, though. Like, I like that's really that's like a memory like that you kind of can still think about and like kind of relate to as an adult. It still kind of does work. Like just that little like action of drawing the closet on my forehead and opening the door and then putting all the things in the closet that I need to just shut out so I can sleep and closing the closet up again and then worrying about it in the morning does actually still kind of help. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, are there any other kind of, I know that's, it sounds really silly. I understand how silly it sounds, but (laughs) are there any other like little things that you do or strategies that you kind of employ in order to make more mental space in your life? 
I usually, I think part of it is what you're talking about, but I usually call it giving it a name, you mm. know, giving it an actual name. Um, I am feeling this way because I am, I'm, I'm stressed about my upcoming move, you know, give it a name and tell, tell and like acknowledge its existence. Um, one of the tex- techniques that I typically use, especially when I'm feeling like I'm completely overwhelmed with stuff is that sometimes you just have to give yourself time to be overwhelmed. And um, from one of my previous shows with, uh, with Dr. Holiday Bean, a uh, psychologist, she's awesome. She actually said that sometimes you can go as far as scheduling time with yourself to give yourself a mental breakdown. (laughs) (laughs) And it sounds silly, but it's like, okay, right now I know I need to, to kind of freak out. And, but right now is not the really good time, but I'm going to give myself permission to go home tonight and I'm going to go and lock myself in the bathroom and I'm going to stand in front of the mirror and I'm going to start talking about the stuff to myself, about what's dealing, what I'm dealing with. And I'm going to get upset and I'm going to melt down, but I can, you know, it's not the easiest or not I was going to say to the people who can do that. Congratulations. Because (laughs) I I can't like mentally check out and like save it for later. I can't do that. (laughs) Yes, you can. Cause you've talked about it. Like the times where you've just like, I'm having anxiety at work Mm -hmm. and you know, but I lose it. Like I cannot (laughs) like hundred percent. Like the other day, um, one of my coworkers was gone and I told him when he came back, I'm like, I had a breakdown while you were gone. Like, I held it together. I stressed about what I was stressing about. Like I was going to get lunch and I was stressing because I thought my boss was going to be mad because I was gone for as long as I was because the kid who was going to pick up lunch couldn't. So it was this whole big snowball of crap that was going wrong. And I'm like, he's going to take it out on me. Like he's going to take it out on me. So like I went and I dropped off the food and like I was, after I left everybody's food there, I took mine. I was going to go sit at my desk to like decompress. And as I was walking back to the room, the lady who's really nice to me, like I walked in and I was like, I held up my arms. I was like, I'm like, don't look at me. I was like, it's coming out and I can't help it. Like, just don't, just don't judge me. I was like, here's your pickle. Like what you wanted for lunch was this giant pickle from whatever place it was. But like, I just started bawling. It's a weird lunch couldn't, order. I couldn't, I couldn't hold it in anymore. And I knew I was going to cry and I knew like as soon as I because she's kind of she's a friend but like a motherly kind of like she has kids my age so it's kind of that connection too yeah. like yeah. as soon as I even get near her like I know it and it just started bawling so I didn't even make it she's like go sit in your corner go sit in your corner <laughs> so that's where my desk is is by itself or whatever but I my face gives it away like I can't yeah. my emotions like I mentally like I just can't like Ben has to tell me like you know go calm down go think about it for a minute like let it go I just for the people who can walk away and schedule time to like do <laughs> yeah. that stuff. Good for you. <laughs> there's, there's so many people that are just like, I need to melt down. And this is absolutely, absolutely not the right time. Like, you know, think about like, if it was a teacher or something like that, you're a teacher at a school and you got a bunch of kids there and you're like, I need to like, you know, um, I had moments like that going through my divorce where I was actually in an office and I was just like, I, you know, emotionally completely overwrought and then I would just be like all right you can do this when you get home like he just (laughs) and sometimes it worked and sometimes it didn't Mm -hmm. but um but yeah that's something that you know just allowing yourself to, to to make the space for it and giving yourself permission to do that um one of the things that I also do is that sometimes I just like I I just need to feel the fear like we spend so much time saying, don't be upset, don't be afraid, don't be scared, don't be stressed, blah, 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 blah. And sometimes you just have to, like, let it all hit you at one time and then just be like, okay, you had your turn with me. Mm-hmm. Now I'm back in control again. That's what I told Ben um, when I was, when Joss and I were having a thing and I was, like, crying in the bedroom. And I was, like, he was trying to be logical with me about, like, how, you know, like, She's thinking the same thing, blah, blah, blah. You guys just did all this kind of stuff. I'm like, I'm like, I can't help it. I can't explain it. Like, I just, I just need this to, like, I need to be sad right now. Like, just walk away for a minute. Like, come back later. Like, I'll listen to your logic then. But right now, like, my heart and everything, like, I'm like, I just need a minute. I love you. Go away. Yes. (laughs) I feel like I've, I've heard that advice quite a few times about the, like, just, give it a second, let it like give in 
to whatever it is, the stress, the fear, the sad, the whatever. And I feel like I might have even seen it like on a TV show. I feel like there was like Lost. some... Was it lost? Okay, with the count to the the countdown thing. You're right. Oh yep. yeah, you're totally right. It was the yep. it was Jack with his surgery freak out thing, like the yeah. the Let count to five. Completely, yeah, fucking freaked out, and then you're gonna get back on that horse and you're gonna go do it. But you know that fear, that a visceral, visceral, guttural fear, let it hit you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and it was from Lost. Um, and I I think it works. You know, because we spend so much time running from the emotion and pretending it doesn't exist, and well, you know, it just makes it worse. It just kind of adds. It wants to be there. And, like it, like weaves itself into the problem you already have, and yeah. then like I'm picturing, I'm picturing. <laughs> oh, like, here's our you know, Nevermore visual for the night. <laughs> it's like like an anaconda. Like you already have your problem, you're trying to get away from it, and it's like just kind of squeezing your problem, like making it worse, you know? Yeah. Not that the it's release true. from an anaconda is any better, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 pretty amazing though when you think about like the 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 stress that we put ourselves under and how much we choose to try to avoid it. Mm-hmm. Um if you give it some acknowledgement and just say, "Hey, you know what? I've hit my limit." And, you know, sometimes you just have to be able to say that out loud. Like, I'm done. Like, (laughs) I was like that on Saturday of Nerdtacular. I had hit a point where everybody was just wanting something from me. And normally I could handle that pretty well. And at that point, at that phase of it, I had run out of my energy to be able to handle it. And I said, someone else needs to do this for a while. Mm -hmm. And I'm done. (laughs) So, and... You know, and it worked. I think it was Did good. You get that tired of visuals. <laughs> Not you. No. No. You know what? I got tired. So here's here's what happened: is that everybody tends to come to me to ask what's going on for like meals and stuff. Right. You, you know? were talking about this in our Nerdtacular episode. Yeah, and so like everyone's coming. Like, what are the plans for dinner? Because people talk to me, and then I like blah blah blah. And at that point, there were like three different groups that I had. I had organized stuff on on Thursday, on Friday, and on Saturday. I was just like, no, somebody I else do it. <laughs> somebody else has to do this because I can't try to wrangle all of these people. I just don't have the mental energy to do it. Well, and actually, Ben kind of stepped in and, and, and took up the reins on that. Oh, because... was that the night we went to the Airy? Yes. I was getting really frustrated, too, because I'm like, okay, like, we're extending invites to certain people. And it's like, just say yes or no, or I'll have two people or something. It's like, we can't just be like, well, on a whim, we'll pull over a table for eight more. You know, like, I was just like, okay, people, like, come on, <laughs> please decide. Like, ugh, I was yeah. I had to walk away for a minute. <laughs> and then yeah. that's when everybody who was going to be there showed up. So it worked out for me. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, but Jules, so you mentioned the whole like somebody else do it thing. And I think that's also a very valid strategy is basically delegate. Like yep. if there is something that you are working on with anyone else, then just say like, okay, look, I am getting overwhelmed. This thing needs to get done. I can't do it right now can anyone else take it over? Which is something that I had to do with the Angry Chicken Tournaments because I was running the Angry Chicken Tournaments. I've been doing it, like it started off as a one-off thing that then everyone really enjoyed. So we added it to Patreon and then it was like, okay, well now there's, you know, multiple days of prep leading up to it. Then there's the actual day of, and then there's administrating. And then we added a stream and it just, it got to be too big and too much. And I mean, I got... I got really snippy with Garrett and Dills and and I was just like, I can't do it anymore. Like, and it's not fair that it all falls to me. And uh, so, and I mean, like I, again, let it go way too far before saying something, (laughs) let it go like years before saying something. (laughs) But, um, but then the thing that helped me come back and kind of enjoy doing things for fans again was the fact that I, you know, delegated. I handed off the reins. I gave it to Dills and said, here, go do it. <laughs> like, because I can't anymore. And I, I think that delegating is a, is a really big thing. So on the projects or, you know, whatever the case may be, if it is, you know, organizing dinner for friends or whatever, like you're not the only one going to that dinner. There is no reason why you have to do all of it. So just, well, you know, why... spread the load. That's... <laughs> <laughs> no, nevermore. That was not a... <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> um, I actually have had that 
with stuff for AIE because a while ago, um, well, for a long time, like I would do like ad banners on Twitter and stuff saying, hey, this event's happening, blah, 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 on these days, all that kind of stuff. Um, and I got really burnt out on it. And I got really burned out on it, especially after Ralph passed away. Mm. And I've known that, like, and I know that that's part of the issue. Or the other part was that I was burnt out. But like, when I was looking for people to do stuff, it was like, hey, you should totally do blah, 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 blah. But I don't want to host it. It's just an idea. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like, everybody kept doing that. And I'm like, no, if you guys like want this like you have to help like mm-hmm. run it <laughs> like somebody's like well you could do this and this and it could be on this day but do I have to be there for it and I'm just like yes like the <laughs> whole point is I'm looking for like an event group like people yeah. who want to host something it could be once a month it could be yeah. twice a week like you decide on your schedule <laughs> what you would like to do and I just I got really burnt out on it and I got really burnt out on it after Ralph because he was like a big part of a lot of the stuff so I know I've dropped the ball in that department and that's another thing that I'm working on trying to pick up and get back on on the train with so we'll see yeah it's it's not easy to admit those things it's not easy to say I am, I've hit my breaking point because usually it happens as Jocelyn so well puts it as a spur. (laughs) Yes. Well, that's like when you said the flood thing, Jules and I were like, what? (laughs) We hadn't even heard. (laughs) We're like, you need to splurge to us more. I know. I know. Especially as you keep getting closer to the move, like, please talk to us. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, but I know that there's, you know, the, the natural tendency when you're starting to feel overwhelmed is like, where do I even start? And I don't even. And like, and then you know when you need to split, that's when it's over the top, and mm-hmm. you just kind of reach that breaking point. And um, yeah, and I just I know that it's it's not an easy task to do. So if 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 you're listening to the show and you have these these feelings about things in your life that you're feeling like things aren't um, aren't all running well, or you're just kind of like I just I feel like everything just piles on me and nothing gets done well and I just I can't add one more thing to this or else I'm gonna blow up then start putting some names to those feelings you know to say I I am stressed about this and this and this and this and this and this in my life and sometimes like you just literally have to say today I have nothing going on and I'm going to sit in my pajamas and watch uh Netflix all day and I'm not gonna feel guilty about it Mm-hmm. I thought you said pajamas, and I was like, "That's <laughs> the greatest name ever for pajamas." Wow, pajamas. <laughs> but that's true though, because that's stuff that I've been like working on around here. Ben just got home, so you're gonna hear the cat because she's really excited because he's here. Um, but when we've talked before about all the stuff I have to do and I feel like I never get anything done. And then if I want to do craft streaming, I feel guilty because I should be doing stuff in the house. Like I've pinpointed that the disorganization here is what's stemming through everything else. Like I need to get this set up so that I can sit down and stream so that I can prep for my Etsy shop. So I can go to dinner or play games or watch a movie with Ben and not feel guilty. Like I finally, like, obviously it's, it's not that I pinpointed it because the fact that my house is disorganized is an everyday like thing. Like I know this, but because now I can realize that until this is all cleaned up, like that I can't progress farther in the things that I want to do. Like now that I've realized that now it's easier for me to be like, Hey, I'm really freaking tired. I don't want to do anything, but I could go wipe down the bathroom and, you know, prep this or whatever. Or like this last weekend, I, I was doing tons of laundry to go through stuff, to get rid of stuff, to donate it, to like get that all together, you know? So it's like little steps to get the big steps cleared up so that I can make things here better for me and for him where we can do the things we want to be doing without yeah. my crap being in the way, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's come to that point And now like, I have a planner that, because um, to organize stuff, I write, or how you guys talk about things you need to do. I always think about that stuff at work, and I do a to-do list at work, and then I put it in my purse, and I forget about it every time <laughs> when I get home. So the whole point of doing the to-do list is really stupid because it doesn't work. So I bought, um, I don't have time, like, fancy people to do the bullet journal thing where you, like, draw your own lines and bullshit like that. But I found, like, a planner <laughs> that has, like, 
the main planner, a to-do list, or don't forget to do this thing, and then something else on it. I don't know. But it was already set up like that because otherwise, you know, I need a place to put my notes so that I'll actually see them later on. So now that I know, like, little key things that I can do throughout time, now I'm trying to, like, snowball that into more progress with all that. So That's great. So anyway, putting a name to things, even if it's super obvious, it's a start. So well, and it helps. Yeah, and it helps you keep organized, right? Like if you know all the things that you want to do, like it's so much easier. I find that that's a trap I fall into by not writing things down. Is I get totally stressed. Like I'm like, okay, we're buying the new house and all the stuff that goes along with the new house and all the things and renovations I want to do, and uh, like I have all of these things flying around in my head. And if I just wrote them down, then I could be like, oh, yeah, that's my to-do list. As opposed to like, okay, I'm saying these things over and over so I don't forget. I need to do this and this and this and this and this. And the stress builds with the repetition, right? Yeah, exactly. And like that same thing with my show prep and stuff is like I make these lists of, well, I have all these things. I should really do this. And it's things I like realize I'm never going to accomplish in the time before it's like a show. But I have that mental image of this giant list of things. (laughs) And it's just, ugh. I get where it gets overwhelming for people. So we're in the same boat, you guys. Like, everybody has their own, like, infinity list. Basically the story of this podcast. <laughs> we're all in it together. No one is yep. alone. We're but all we're a little fucked out, up. You know? Like, yeah. we looked into, like, doing the apps and stuff. And I tried a couple different kind of planner apps. I found one that was really cool that was, like, a... It looks like a pinwheel graph, whatever, and you could turn it and add things to each pie section and make it bigger and whatever. I was actually using that for a while to, like, save notes in, you know, because I was like, then I'll keep it with me. But I wasn't really, like, checking it later. Like, you know, I would put it through in there during the day, same kind of thing. And I tried calendar apps and stuff, and it wasn't working. I'm like, okay, I must visually need to see, like, my notes you know Mm -hmm. like I need to see me having written it so that's why I ended up trying to I'm trying a written planner again it just started because it's a student planner so oh right it starts now yeah (laughs) which works for me so I don't have to wait but we all struggle we're all working on it yeah little by little (laughs) any final thoughts on making mental space for everything that you need and want to do my final thought is to be kinder to yourselves overall, you know, make sure that you're make, make sure, sure that you're being kinder to yourself about the times when you may not succeed or hit the maximum or, you know, do the perfect job or, or, you know, I forgot this, therefore I failed, blah, blah, blah. Don't, don't be so hard on yourself and feel like you, you, I mean, I got sick a couple weeks ago. I got really badly dehydrated and I literally just had to take the day off and just sit. And I felt bad about it because nothing was getting done. And I'm like, I feel really guilty. And I'm like, oh, come on, Jules, you're sick. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> like, That's yeah, allowed to happen. A break. Just give yourself a break. And that day that I took made the entire difference. And I was so much more productive when I actually took care of my freaking body, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, instead of beating myself up. And so be kinder to yourself. All right. So wanted to remind everybody, you can send your emails to demonspodcast at gmail.com. And we would very, very, very much like you to send in your dreams. So this- Recurring dreams. Recurring yes, dreams. Recurring dreams. <laughs> Thank you, Jules. Yes. <laughs> for, for a future show we're working on. Yes, uh, we thought it'd be a really cool idea to try to kind of dive into some of our mental demons by taking a look at reoccurring dreams or nightmares that we have uh, to try to kind of figure out some of the stuff that's going on in our heads. So uh, we were going to do that tonight, but then we thought, hey, it'd be really cool if we heard from you guys before we put that episode together. So um, you can email in your stories or you can also put them in the Discord. It is discord.gg slash jossplays. They can be either PG or 18 plus, (laughs) whatever you guys are dreaming about we want to hear it so uh yeah just make sure that uh you're putting it in the correct (laughs) demons podcast discord channel if you are sharing your rated r dreams but uh yeah so you can share them in any way that you would like we're really interested to hear from you on this topic so uh hopefully we'll be able to do this show in two weeks which will be like like two days before i move so that'll be fun And she might get overwhelmed. We might not have an episode. We'll <laughs> sure, go from there. we'll have to see. <laughs> but if you're like me, like we were talking about doing the dream thing tonight, but I 
don't remember mine a lot of the time unless it's like the day or two after it happened. Um, so I'm going to do a dream journal. So I suggest that to all of you too, because I'm terrible about it. So <laughs> I feel like, yeah. cause I dream all of the time, like every single night, all the time. I remember most of them. I have a lot of nightmares actually, which we were kind of talking about. Like even if my dreams start out positive, they usually end up in nightmare territory for some reason. So I think, uh, yeah, like, I mean, I, I dream all the time and I remember it all the time, except usually it gets really fuzzy about half an hour after I wake up. So like keeping a journal by your bed, if this is something that you're interested in exploring with us is probably a really good idea because you can kind of wake up, write it down when it's fresh and then read it and have a good laugh later. <laughs> Cause I have like, I've, you know, I've had some, but not to great detail where I can, you know, share it later. <clears throat> so we'll see. Well, I'm looking forward to the episode. And uh, so again, reminder, everybody, we're going to do episode 31 in two weeks. That's going to be on August 15th. Um, and in the meantime, next week, next Tuesday is going to be our hero stream. So please do come and join us for that. You can follow us on Twitter. We are at demons podcast. Jules, where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me at Jules RPG on Twitter. You can also find my other show at Torrent Think Tank uh, on Thursdays at 8 o'clock central. Twitch.tv slash Torrent Think Tank. What are you guys talking about this week? Um, I don't quite know yet because I might have a guest. I might not. Um, so I'm I'm kind of not sure yet because I'm working. I'm literally working on that <laughs> as we're... I have to respond to my guest, possible guest, if, if she can make it this week. If she can't, we'll do it next week. Um, I think I might know who it is. Oh, yeah? <laughs> well, I don't want to yeah. say in case I'm wrong. So, But I remember you um, being very excited about getting someone who said that they were... No, oh, her. no. Okay. Not her, but she is coming um, sometime in August. And um, I, ha I do have a guest actually booked. Nevermore talked about Dr. Holiday Bean. She is coming back um, in September with her mom... Kelly White and her um, and her mom Kelly does a show with her best friend and psychologist, a wonderful woman named Dr. Shirley. Kelly is a spiritual medium, and Dr. Shirley is a psychologist, and they do a show called Both Sides Now, which is talking about topics from a spiritual and psychological perspective. So we oh are going to have that's going to be so fun. <laughs> so all three ladies are going to be on the show with Mark Honan and I on September twenty first. I am. It's fantastic. I've talked to Kelly before. I've actually had readings with her in the past, which is really amazing. I have not talked to Dr. Shirley, but she is such an amazing woman on the show. And of course, Dr. Holiday Bean. So Holiday, I love her. It's just going to be like, I have that. I have Wendy Dunford in the mix um, from, from PMS. She's working on that. Um, That's the one that I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, you have like a lineup. Yeah. Yes, yes. And if I can make it this week, if not um, next week, it's going to be uh, Nicole Duquesne from Heroes of Fitness helping us with an email from a listener talking about weight gain from medical. So we'll, we're working on it. <laughs> so, Sounds like so you have cool. a lot of cool stuff coming down the pipe. So do, you guys should go and check out Torn Think Tank. And don't forget to follow Jules on Twitter. Nevermore, where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at Quoted Nevermore. Um, you can also find me on Etsy, which is geekasylum.etsy.com, which is live, which I just renewed three listings. So it's not anything super exciting, but it has three different of my popular 8-bit hair bows listed right now. Yes. And that's like, again, baby step into getting back into like doing stuff. Hey, so. man, you did it. You've been talking about yeah. getting your Etsy store going again since we started the show. So I yeah. think... That is a big step for you to actually have exactly. things up there for sale. It's open. That's great. And I'm prepping for a show this weekend. It's called MaricopaCon. It's like a small local Kickstarter um, where they, that's how you get a ticket is you support the Kickstarter. And then they have like a limited number of people, but it's really good because it's like, there's only 10 vendors. So it's very centrally focused and like people can take the time to look at your booth and stuff. So I'm really excited about it. Um, that's this weekend. And then you can also follow me on Twitch. Jules, Joss and I are all on Twitch. Um, mine's Geek Asylum. Um, I also have quoted Nevermore, but my my crafting is the Geek Asylum Twitch. So very cool. You can find me on Twitter and Twitch. I'm at Joss Plays, and you can find links to everything that I do at JossPlays.com, including episodes of this show. So thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Don't forget to send in your reoccurring dream stories. We want to hear them. Uh, and so I guess we will see you next week. Bye, guys. I'm